son and I run into Ryan Shazir, you know, and this guy, yeah. I mean, his book's titled yeah. Walking Miracle. And here yeah. my son is coming back from an injury and he's having a little bit of trouble mentally because I know rehab is like the loneliest place there is. Yes. There isn't anybody there. It's just you doing the work and you're inside your head. Yeah. I get it. I've been there, you know? Yeah. But, and it kind of just made me reflect and I kind of told him and it, yeah. it kind of brought him out of it a little bit. So, is it a Tommy John? You said it's baseball. No, he right? has, so he's a baseball player. Yeah, he's a, he's a pitcher. Tommy John's the elbow. Right. He's, okay. he's got, he had a, a slight tear of the labrum, but okay. it was a, that Lab shoulder is one of the worst things right because so a labrum surgery they say is like 60 to 65 percent recovery rate tommy johns you're like in 80 to 85 to 90 so yeah. it's a labrum's a hard introduced to another episode of adversity kings special guest today ramon help me with the last name aguirre aguirre mm -hmm. okay so is that italian uh, it's actually Mexican. Mexican? I'm hundred percent Mexican. Hundred percent Mexican. I thought you were Italian. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Both great. Both great uh, work ethics. I grew up with an Italian dude, and then uh -huh. I got a lot of Mexican friends too. Right. So great. So. Sick work. E I should say just immigrants in general. I feel like have this sick work ethic because there's no choice. It's not. There's well, no choice. The immigrants that come here, they want to be here, and they come here for yes. a better life. So they're not. Yeah. They fought their asses to get here, so they're yeah. not going to lay down once they get here. Yeah, no, not at all. You know, my dad came here at 16. It's funny. I was just telling my daughter this story yesterday. He came here at 16 to start washing dishes. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, he's been chef at, I mean, he's got, he's far, 70, over 72, 73 he's going to be next week. I mean, you're talking, you know, 50-something years, almost yeah. 50 years of restaurant experience in every restaurant he's ever been in has been and was it his mom you were closest with or your mom's mom my mother's mother and yes. that, is that abuela yeah my abuelita my abuelita okay. for sure okay my abuelita vasquez she uh yeah so she was really athletic yeah. she loved tennis she would always tell me tennis stories but at that time she lived by illinois masonic hospital which is like sheffield and wellington area so we used to walk to lincoln park i mean you're talking late 70s early yeah. 80s walk to lincoln park and they had a track where we would run and we would go running during these, just like you, teaching moments during these. You know, she taught me a lot about how to be a gentleman. Um, you know, I get I got a lot of things from her, like a real sign of a man is the smile on the woman next to him. Yeah. You know, things like that. You know, supporting your family. And she would always, even at a young age, be like, "Your dad's not around, but it's because he's working." Yes. You know, it's not because he doesn't love you. It's because yeah. he's working. It's working, you know. He's working two jobs. He's working so you guys can go to school. Yeah, yeah. So she instilled that where I was appreciative of that work ethic. Yeah. And you know, I, I took it further. You know, I mean, I was a three sport athlete in high school. I, you know, I ended up walking on playing Division One football at Iowa State. You know, just like Ohio State, Iowa State. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna I say, mean, damn. Yeah. <laughs> not, it wasn't that okay. close of a connection, but Iowa State. And you know, I mean, it was the Big Eight back then, and it's just. You know, you get told along the way how many times you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, even as a basketball player in high school, you know, I'm a 5'9", five, 5'10", five, Mexican kid, weighed 130 yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah. I got told a million times I couldn't do it. And yeah. here I am leading, you know, a team to, you know, with a bunch of great athletes around me. Don't get me wrong, but we had some of the best teams they ever had at that school when they're telling us yeah. we can't do anything. So that's kind of always been in my mentality. And, uh you know, and transitioning into adult life, that was like kind of the hardest thing for me was so many people told me to try to dial it down. Yeah. Those are the broke, broke minded people. I shouldn't say broke necessarily, maybe always monetarily, but usually from, from my experience, those are the people that they're just holding back in yeah, life. Yeah. I call them like half, half glass, half empty. Yes. 
You know, we talked like, about it at the gym. You're yeah. like, bro, I'm all in. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, like, I can't I be here all the time. I can't. Yeah. I There's mean, no other way to do it. That's what you said. Right. I can't. I don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. I'm either on or off. That's the only way I know yeah. how to do it. Yeah. And all those years I tried to dial it down. I was miserable. Yeah. I was eating fast food. It's a sickness. You know, almost. I was eating fast food. I'm drinking. I'm yeah. having bad, bad living habits, bad, you know, making bad decisions. Yeah. And it's just like a foul way to live for me. I didn't, yeah. I, you know, I mean, and God, you know, God bless me. My God bless my, my ex-wife. She put up with a lot of shit. Probably should have, we probably should have got divorced a lot of, sooner than we did. And yeah. she stuck it out and she's been a great mother and she's actually been a great friend post-divorce. So, so that's, that's cool that you guys are able to have that cordial we relationship. We have finally gotten to that level. Yeah. It was very, you know, it, it could have been a hostile. I mean, just like you yeah. go through any kind of breakup. Yeah. You got kids involved. You got, you know, she's dating somebody else. I'm dating somebody else. They're yeah. still school friends, you know. Yeah. So it's it's a weird dynamic. We've, we you know, we've navigated, we've navigated as best we could. We've put yeah. the kids as best we could uh, first. first yeah. And, uh She's, you know, she's been a great mother. She's, you know, I think she's seen some things. The further we get away from the divorce, I've definitely seen some things. Yeah. You know, she gets freaked out when I call her up and I'm like, you know, I just kind of want to thank you, you know. Yeah. I probably didn't say it at the moment, but yeah, yeah. So you standing by me at this point in my life. Yeah. You know, for instance, when I went, like I told you, when yeah. I went away, she stood by me, you know, when yeah. a lot of women would have left. Yeah. And Amen. that was uh, very... Uh, big for me at that time because i could have fell apart yeah and kind of coming out of that is when i i realized you got you know even though the cheers aren't there anymore yeah you got to be all in just for yourself now outside of your environment growing up that kind of gave you the mindset that you have now like has there been mentors or books or things you've kind of like um dove you want to know something it's kind of just the my environments i've kind of changed my environment and i'm going to credit a lot of it to our gym yeah you know, because it's the same animals in there. Yes. I mean, I see you. Yeah. I see the other guys. It's the same animals in there every morning. Yes. And we kind of feed off each other. And yeah. I mean, I'm going to look and see what you're doing. You got the vest on and you're doing work on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go do some work on the treadmill. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know, I'm going to get an extra class in. Yeah. I'm going to do some alpha. You know, I'm going to. And it's a friendly environment. It's competitive. Yeah. And on top of it, like there's an appreciation for each other's work ethic. Yes. I think. This gym, more than anything, and I don't know if it's because of the location, because of where it's priced or whatever, but because I just feel more people are self-made. Yes. They're more in tune. They're, they realize how blessed we are. Yeah. Because, you know, just talking to some, you know, I was talking to somebody after I ran into you guys this morning. I'm like, I'm going through some of my son, and I run into Ryan Sh Shazir, you know, and this guy, yeah. I mean, his book's titled yeah. walking miracle and here yeah. my son is coming back from an injury and he's having a little bit of trouble mentally because i know rehab is like the loneliest place there is yes there isn't anybody there it's just you doing the work and you're inside your head yeah i get it i've been there you know yeah but and it kind of just made me reflect and i kind of told him and you yeah know, it kind of brought him out of it a little bit so, is it a tommy john you said it's baseball no, he right? has, so he's a baseball player yeah he's a he's a pitcher tommy john's the elbow right he's okay. he's got he had a, a slight tear of the labrum but okay. it was a that Lab shoulder is one of the worst things. Right. Because so a labrum surgery, they say, is like 60 to 65 percent recovery rate. Tommy John's, you're like in 80 to 85 to 90. So yeah. it's a labrum's a hard one to come back from. So, it's, yeah. you know, he didn't he got to the thing is, is he had to do the rehab. He had to do the 
the rotational work. Is they, he coming to do the classes with you? He's he a does. Kid. He's a big kid. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a big. big so he's a. He went from being. He's a defensive lineman pitcher. So you I can imagine. Say, I, could see, I got the vibe. I was like, this yeah. dude would be hard to take yeah, down. Yeah, like, he was football. so. Like, again, I'm. You know, I played in college. He yeah. was. He was my guy, and that was the thing. See, some people don't realize that. I coached him his whole life. I yeah. know him inside and out. I know what gets him going. I know yeah. what what he I know what he's thinking before he even realizes yeah. what he's thinking. And people don't and we eventually get to that point. And I'm trying to give him the playbook. Yeah. Tr- my daughter too. I'm trying to give him the playbook. Yeah. You know, he's playing junior college ball right now. He's got two years left. Yeah. Let's put it all in. If it not if it doesn't work out, then we go and move on somewhere yeah. else. He's already got, uh, taking classes for get his real estate broker license. Yeah. You know, there's you know he wants to be a fireman. He's gonna yeah. have the associate's degree. This yeah. is all things that you know different avenues. Exactly. And yeah. then like we were talking about earlier, residual income. Yes. How much put him on game? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I wish my parents just worked their ass off, and that's I had learned that. Yeah. Now I'm trying to take it. You know. I love Jay Z. You know, I'm a, I'm a yeah. huge Jay Z fan. I, I'm, yeah. And he's in my. He when I'm wearing my Beats, most of the time I listen Jay-Z. to that, that Legacy. You know, yeah. I can listen to that all day long. Yeah. You know, my seed. You know, yes. That just, we just want our seeds to keep getting, and and building on what we've we've done already. Yes. I think about that probably, and maybe it's the environment that we come up in because like more than anything, more than the money, more than winning, and and every well, not maybe it probably corresponds with the winning is like the the legacy of like I think of another one of my favorite. Is it the winning or is it the losing? I think I hate losing more than I like winning. If you know what I mean, I would hate losing. Like winning for me is like ice cream; it's sweet for a moment. Losing is bitter for a while. Well, that's what push. I mean, that's why we train because we lose because we've lost. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm. And I put myself in a position to like lose almost every day. Like jujitsu is so new to me where it's like, even though I got a decent frame, I'm getting choked out by people smaller than me. You know what right. I mean? Where it just doesn't make sense. It does, right. I'm tapping out. I'm right. like, dude, this stuff. And it, it puts me in this, this tense position of like, yo, I got to get better. You know what I mean? I, I just, I got to get up and get to it. Cause someone out there is coming for my job or somebody out there can still choke me out or That's, something. You know what? On my way over here, I was thinking that I go, and that was one of the things that kind of, like made me gravitate towards you and i'm thinking to myself i'm seeing this kid work man this kid's coming for my money yeah this little kid this young kid yeah. i don't i don't you know what i mean i i don't see i don't see cats this hit this kid young 20s you know he's got the vest on he's working hard you know he's jabbing he's bobbing he's moving shit man he's coming for my money I gotta, yes. I gotta, I gotta i gotta put in more work that's my mindset i, I immediately i analyze the room i feel like every guy unadmittedly just analyzes the room is like all right, how would I fight all these people? And, like, who's coming for my money? You know well, I mean? that's what I'm saying, too. And, you know, that was the one of the things, you know, about, you know, I don't, you know, like you do jiu-jitsu. I'm an am- amateur uh, boxer. And, I was going to say, you got a box. You guys got Canelo. You guys, yeah, Mexican so, culture is you know, so actually, rich with boxing. I actually fought in the Golden Gloves this past this past uh, March. It was the experience of a lifetime. Let's go. Um, I got to fight a U.S. Marshal who was a complete gentleman. Yeah. But being a... a um, a man of color, my yeah. 19 year old self was super excited to get yes. to hit a cop. Yeah. And like, it was, you know, it was kind of a moment, yeah. but he was a total gentleman. He was the better man that night. I, my hat's off to him. Yeah. It was an experience. And, uh, but just to know that I can step in the ring and if somebody, and I got hit and hit back. Yeah. Just holding be, your own gives ex- you confidence. Exactly. It, it's, you know, people there's, talk about it all the time. It's that put a quarter in me. Yes. That wound me up. There's no better feeling, I feel like, with, like, the mats and, like, just, uh-huh. like, in the fighting. It's, like, when you have that mutual agreement, whatever whatever the end result is, but but 
getting punched in the face and not staying down. Right. That's a real. That's a victory in a sense. Or it's like, and it's not even like the loser's victory of like, oh, I didn't win. It's more so like, not many people can get punched in the face and get back up. I mean, you're gonna either up. you're either gonna ball up or you're gonna keep moving forward. I mean, yes. which one? What is it? It's it's kind of just yes. What we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, and that's that's and the, the best thing is is everyone's a complete gentleman usually. Yeah. You know, and the women too. They're all yeah the nicest people, and here they're ready to take your head off as soon as they step in. Yeah. You know, they would have been great football players. Yes. You know, they just know how to turn. Yeah. Flip the switch. So. Now, what do you do currently? You have a restaurant down in the city. Uh, yes, my family's owned a restaurant for. Uh, it's called Bellanote Restaurant. We're on okay. uh, Grand and Noble, thirteen seventy four. Now, is that Italian or? It is Italian. Okay, I was gonna don't say, tell anybody. You know, it's kind of been our. We go secret. with it. We yeah. Not that we I, we go with it. You know, I mean, my dad went to my, La Storia last night in the city by okay. Biggs Mansion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it was like Russians that ran the Italian. Yeah, place. it's you know, I it was mean, cool. I was yeah, like, it's a good vibe. So we, so you know, I told you my dad. My dad, when he first moved to the states, he moved to New York City. Was a dishwasher. His brother lived in Chicago. His brother was working for a place called Gennady's at the time, and they uh, there was a Gennady's restaurant group at the time, but they had a place called Billy's and uh, North Star Inn and on rush street and these were like i guess the places of the 70s yeah so my dad became like a line cook and then eventually became a chef at these places they opened up a place called Gennady's in uh forest park or franklin park it's on roosevelt road over there and ended up being the place for him old italian lady taught him all the recipes yeah and he was probably in his mid-20s at that time and ever since then uh he's just been a chef in an italian restaurant so we kind of always went with it and and we're not talking like Olive Gardens, we're talking, you know, Gennady's was considered the spot of the of the seventies. Like and a mobster hangout. There, it was. There was a scene in there. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something. I'll, I'll get to it. And then, and so then we went to Marco Island for a couple of years. My dad was a chef at the Marco Island Yacht Club. I mean, to be. I love uh, Marco Island, Florida. Marco yes, Island. I love. We so just you're went talking there. 1979, 1982. Marco Island was wide open. Anybody yeah. could have been a chef. So for a Mexican guy from Oaxaca, Mexico, be a better cruise. To get a job as an, like an executive chef for a corporate place, yacht club is like, you know, that's a big find. So we moved down there for a couple of years and we were, in, as kids, that was a, there wasn't a better place. All we did was fish, yep. play baseball, you know, football, run around. It was great. Then he got called back and when he moved back, he worked for a brief time. Uh, that's why we settled out in the Lyle area for where Casa Margarita is, was a Geno's West, which was uh, the Geno's East satellite place they tried to make make a place out here in the uh, west burbs it didn't go well and then he got a call from rosebud restaurants in 1983 rosebud restaurants was about to go out of business okay so now i mean now they're a huge corporation they are you know they're they're probably 25 million a year but at the time they were doing 40 covers a night which isn't a lot i mean that's like on a friday night that's not good so he went. He worked there for for their restaurants from eighty three to ninety five. He was uh, the executive chef of Rosebud on Taylor Central Restaurant, seven ten North Wells was their second restaurant they opened. That's where I learned the business. There will never be another place like this ever. And I'm talking about there was ten people deep at the bar. Oprah was sitting at one table. Joe Theismann's at the other. Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant are waiting outside in a limo for a table. You know it. It is. Wall to wall, everyone. That was Rosebuds. That was the Rosebuds' second restaurant. It was called okay. Central Seven Ten North Wells, and next to us was a little uh, nail salon. And on the corner was Cairo, which later turned into Seven Twenty, 
and uh, these five huge nightclubs. But as Cairo, I'm walking in this place as a 16 year old kid, you know, and it's just like the scene is just insane, you know, for a kid who grew up in, you know, for the most part in Lyle, Illinois. To come downtown to Wall Street and work, and you know, I've, I've got a suit on. Yeah, I got the Bruno Maglis on. You know, the yeah. double-breasted suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 16 years old. I'm driving a black Jeep. I'm thinking I'm cool as, and here I am, going to tell Scotty Pippen and Horace Grant their tables ready. Yeah, you know, it was an insane scene. And back then, you got to remember there was no credit cards. So if a if a place does forty fifty thousand dollars in sales a night. A lot of, that's a lot of green. Yeah. That's a lot of green. For a 16-year-old kid, you're just like, that's it. Blown away. That's it. Yeah. I want to I be the guy who owns these places. Yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who walks in and everyone says hello. So, obviously, we. So from there, my dad worked for them. So after Central, they opened up Rosebud and Rush, Carmines. And then from there, in 1995, my dad opened up uh, Bellanote. And we've been there for 27 years. We just turned August 20th. Wow. Wow, that's nuts. You know, I mean, people told us we were only going to make it six months. I can't even imagine. Every, you know? 80% of people. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And in that part, where we're at right now, you're talking 1995, that part of town was, now it's full. Marcus there, Google's there. Before, West Town wasn't called West Town. It was called, it was called Grand and Ogden. Yeah. There was no, you know, there was no fancy name for it. So now, I mean, that was a tough part of town, and we, you know, we stuck it out. It was, those were th- their, uh, during the Jordan years, so those that was a good time to, yeah. to own places in Chicago because everyone was going out. Yeah. So, and then how often do you go 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 in now? I'm there pretty, you know, five to six days a week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there quite a bit. My brother and my father are with me, too. Um, you know, it, it's worked for us. Who knows if we're going to be open another week? Who knows if it's going to be another 10 years? Yeah. It's been a crazy ride. One day at a time. Yeah. It's been, I mean, getting through COVID. Uh, My dad has been sick off and on, you know, with pneumonia. And then he caught COVID. And it's been, you know, uh, you know, my brother's had a transition from being a day-to-day operator to working to the kitchen. So we've all kind of had to pick up the slack where we had to. Yeah. You know, and it's just. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could say now, you know, during COVID, everyone wanted us to, you know, we all, everyone wanted to close down. We put curtains up. We put we put uh, room dividers up. Blacked out the windows, and you had my number. You were getting in. Yeah, we were serving you. My guys were working. You know, we get we got it. We had families to feed. Yeah, we weren't going to wait around to see what happens with the federal. That's government. so gangster. You know. Yeah, that's I don't. So I don't know that's if dope. it was. I just knew my my son at the time was in. Uh, my daughter was in private school. My son's going. You know, two years away from college. Yeah, I don't have time to wait. Yeah, I don't have time to wait for see what's going on, and we're working and we're doing whatever we can. And part of my mentality at that time too is. I've done everything possible for the good Lord to take me. Yeah. I've tempted him so many times. Yeah. And I'm still here. And if I'm providing for my family and that's the way he decides to take me, there's a lot worse ways to go out. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's fire. So, and then I guess for more so transitioning into kind of like present day, um, you know, obviously with working five, six days a week and then being at the gym, what is there anything else that you do, hobbies or things well, like you that? Know, I box, I train, yeah. you know, I, I, my kids are, you know, my 19-year-old, I got a 19-year-old boy. He's a redshirt freshman at COD, baseball player, good kid, good, strong kid. Um, society has these boys nowadays on the softer side. So soft. He wants to sometimes trend that way, 
and that's where our friction is. But in the end of the day, he's he's tough through and through. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. I mean, if it came down to it, he's a Muay Thai kid. Yeah, I mean, they got to take when he's in season. We got to like tone it down because you're a pitcher. You can't be throwing right hands. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can throw all the elbows you want. You can throw all the knees. Don't be punching with your right hand. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's the only so. Um, he's one. He's maybe he's gotten that from me. Maybe you know, it's he's at that age where he's younger. So this is like I guess where part of my um, motivations at is to help him navigate some of that anger that he has yes. in him to 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 embrace it and use it for something. You know, to let it to as motivation to channel it something different. Yeah. Um, it, whether it be spiritual motivation. Uh, whatever it may be, uh, but not to keep it inside. Yeah. So use and, it. And like I said, I was telling you earlier. So this morning he's having a hard time. I'm like, you know, I know something. I'm going to box this morning. Let's go. So we were at the, before I saw you. We went box at 6 a.m. Yeah. That's fire. So, and uh, you know, so you know, we try, and uh, and then my 16 year old daughter, uh, she's the love of my life. I i do you know like i said my grandmother was right it's yeah. my job to love her and that's all i do yeah uh, she's the only woman that can tell me what to do uh as much as i'll tell her she's not the boss of me she can very well be the boss of me and uh <laughs> yeah and i'm just trying to embrace these last couple of years i have with her because she's gonna be a, she's a woman already yeah she's uh very beautiful very smart sweet the innocence is what scares me because yeah. that's going to be broken soon. Yeah. Um, that's, I guess, been my job as her dad to shield her and yeah. keep that innocence intact. <coughs> but I know that's coming. Yeah. And that's what this, and it might have come already a little bit. Yeah. She had a hard time with COVID. I mean, a very a social young girl, 14, 15 years old, not being able to see her friends, not being able to go to school. So she may have had a little bit of that. And if she did, she did. She was a warrior. Yeah, because she's gotten through it. She uh, she had trouble at private school her first year. She transferred to public school. She went to summer school. She kept her mouth shut. She just put in the work, and I was never proud of her. I was never more proud of her. Yeah, to just see her grind like that and just keep her mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, she wanted you know some days. I know some days. Fuck, who wants to get up in their summer? Yeah, as a sixteen year old girl and go to summer school. Yeah, absolutely. And she's not in summer school because she failed. She's in summer school because she was having a hard time mentally and just couldn't go to class. Yeah, and just couldn't keep up. It wasn't because you know she had so much shit thrown at her. It just caught up to her. And, yeah, and the way she got through it and the way she is now and. She, that's just it. That's what I do. I mean, I'm trying to make their life better or easier. Um, does that mean opening up more restaurants? Maybe it does. Yeah. Does that mean another path? I don't know. I've got my eyes open. I'm I'm looking at other things. So yeah. I'm just not, I'm along for the journey. Like I said, I've you know grown grown up. You know, I know. Men of color, we're not supposed to live to be 30 years old. Yeah, no. 30, 35. What you know? That was the that was the hardest thing I had was when I got to be that age. Is what now? Yeah, we were. You know, there was no plan. Yeah, you know, even if we got to be that age, men were uh, the men in our family were sick. Yeah, they would have you know. So it's they'd worked so hard all their life. They had terrible habits. So what now? And then that's when I had to I had to dial back in. Yeah, to the kid who got me there, the kid who 
who wouldn't take no for an answer, who had to work his ass off. Yeah. Who uh, the only reason he went to a Division One school is because he was told he couldn't. Yeah. So it's just you know, and like we had that conversation. That's just that's what drives me now, and making sure my kids, um, you know, I'm giving them the best playbook I know how I, that I put together. And hopefully they're able to execute it. I mean, that's the only yeah. way I can put it. It's up to them. You know, I'm going to love them either way. But that's what it is. And, li- and I like interacting with people. I really do. I, I, I just feel the more it, and it comes maybe from our, our atmosphere at the gym, the more I open up and I'm interacting with people, not necessarily letting them in behind the curtain, but just opening up and being cognizant of what they're going through and you know and talking to them and what their experiences are and may there's something to learn from everybody yes there's definitely something to learn you're gonna learn that hey maybe maybe i don't want to be like that or maybe that you know what i want to i want to dial into that yep you know i want to you know i didn't know if i was gonna see ryan ever again so once i walked away i walked back and i'm like man i just want to say say this is kind of you know i don't really believe in some divine power sometimes but I have yeah. faith. I have faith in some things, and I know yeah. that that wasn't yes. that wasn't by accident. Yeah. You know, um, running into you. And here's the thing: I was. I'll even tell you. I was having oatmeal with a young lady, and had I not talked to her and like had enjoyed her for a couple minutes before that, I don't run into you guys. Yeah. You know, usually I'm upstairs already. Yeah. I'm upstairs working. Yeah. And uh, so it's just kind of funny how that all plays out. You know, is yeah. that is that meant to be? And, or and my other thing is, have those signs always been there and I've never seen them? Yeah. Or is it when you're more in tune, you're just more aware? Yeah. So it's just kind of all. It's been one of those days. I mean, I got woken up at four o'clock by the, in the morning by my son telling me he's having you know a tough time. Yeah. And you know, and here we are, talking about life, having a good time, smiling. You yeah. know, I'm getting emotional. It's 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 just it's. So it's a journey, and I'm blessed, and, I mean, the good Lord obviously knows what he's doing with me. Yeah, amen. So what about 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself? Gosh. You know, I saw myself as a grandfather, retired. You know, not retired, but, you know, pulling back from the yeah. from the, the day-to-day businesses of it. But to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm going to stop right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like the peace I'm, I have right now. Um, it's, it's hilarious how when you keep your life simple, how little drama you have. Yeah. And that's the most peaceful thing. Yeah. Me. So, so true. You know, I can go, like I said, I get up in the morning. I'm a man of routine. I get up in the morning. I will either go to the boxing gym or I'll go to the gym. I see the, the same animals. You know, we talk, you know, we talk, we say, what's up. We, we go about our day and we get our work in. I go get my work in at, at, at my job and I go home and I sleep and there's, it's peaceful. I talk to my kids, you know, again, I'm blessed. Some of the biggest drama I have is, you know, Worrying about bills to pay. You yeah. Know, that's half the world misses meals. Yeah. You know, we're, we're blessed. That's And that's kind of the thing that I, I, I the American society doesn't real, really realize how blessed we are. And for a country to be so blessed, we should be so further along. Yeah. As a country. But, and I feel, I feel, I feel bad because. 
is it so we raise our own kids but are we raising our own communities yeah you know sometimes you gotta you gotta do a little bit extra you know when when you're a kid just like jujitsu if you only work when you're at jujitsu when the classes are whenever you guys are putting in work you're never gonna get better yeah you gotta put in that extra work True. I mean, yes, we're putting in that extra work on our families, but we're, are we doing it in our communities? Are we doing it, you know, in our in our parishes or wherever wherever your your home is, yeah. wherever your family is? So, I mean, these are all things I think about all the time. I mean, those are the things that keep me up at night. These are the, this is the world my kids are gonna live in. Yeah, I mean, like, and nowadays this is such a, a instant gratification society where you know they don't if it's not on social media they don't think there's any value in it yep if it's not getting a thousand likes there's no value that and that there's nothing further from the truth yeah that's so true uh a friend of mine um him and his wife went to a concert the swedish house mafia at uh, united center and the wife posted i had such a fun time this is the only picture i got next time i saw her i go those are the best nights when you don't take any pictures and all you have is memories. Yeah. That means you had a phenomenal time. Yep. And why? Because it's not on social media. It wasn't, it was not validated as a good time. Yeah. It's, that's the best time because it's between you and your man. And that's yep. it. I mean, those are the things I like. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a thousand likes. Yeah. I need the people in my circle to know we're, we're, in this together and that you know i generally care about you. i think that's huge especially in today's day and age for pretty much anybody that gets kind of sucked up into social media I, I always tell people it's like you either use social media or social media uses right. you there's exactly. no other way around it's a tool it. or not yeah right. exactly and, and that it's, goes gonna be, for, it's a tool it's going to destroy you or it's going to build you up literally literally and it really doesn't even need any more explanation i think people got to be careful with looking for that justification of like you're saying like i put up a picture because i need justification of right the event or the person that I'm with. I mean, this is something I'm in tune with because I have a 16-year-old daughter, and I know, I mean, she doesn't really post a lot, and I know she, she'll get a lot of likes, but I couldn't imagine being a young lady in this society, and they're telling, you know, and you're basing yourself yeah. off of Snapchat views, Instagram likes, Facebook, I don't mean, I don't know, yeah. Facebook or whatever, or whatever, I don't even know what it is now, but it's just, I mean, it's, it's just, when did we get into that thinking? Yeah. When did we get away from what our family thought? Yes. The people that love us thought, you know, the people that raised us, the people that will be there for us yep. when, hey, uh, it's four in the morning. Can you come pick me up? Yep. I mean, is it really going to matter at that time if they liked your post or not? Yeah. It, I don't think so. They picked up the phone. That's a lot. That's a lot bigger than liking your post. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So. I kind of like to transition as we as we start to wrap up here. What are we into, Aiden? 40 minutes? 45? Yeah, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. So I kind of like to go into now. This probably wouldn't make sense, but is, do you have a favorite restaurant outside of your own restaurant? You know what? I have favorite types of restaurants. Okay. Non-corporate. Yeah. I like individually owned. Yes. Like that mom know. and pop. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even go mom and pop, but just an individual operator. You know, he may have a couple restaurants, but he does yeah. it his way. He's, you know. Because in our business, I mean, they're, yeah, credit card companies, insurance companies, taxes, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're trying to get into your profit as much as yeah. possible. Everybody's and taking for somebody, a hit off the top. somebody to survive, even a guy like uh, Richard Melman, who started with one restaurant and now he's let us entertain you. I mean, a guy like that, I, 
granted, I, I'll try to stay away from lettuce entertaining restaurants, but I'm a fan of, of somebody like that who started off with one place and he made a business for his family and now his boys are running it and yeah. his boys are successful. And, you know, I'm a fan of somebody like that. I like these, uh, these restaurants, you know, I mean, I love myself a, a little Greek diner. Yeah. <laughs> you have know, you, if you, there's, this one's always packed right here. The one, one right beside my office here. Uh, what's this Greek place called? Let me look look it up real quick. It's literally always packed, like over. I love those places. I you know Greek islands. Oh, always packed. It's literally right there. A fin- a I've phenomenal. had it once, but I'm like, I don't know if I got what they got because it's always slammed there. It looks yeah, like yeah. I mean, they got great seafood. I love their Spartan chicken, their Greek chicken. Yeah. You know? So I mean, for guys like us that want like to eat clean, they got a lot of options. Oh, see, I like baklava though too. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they do real well. I like places like that. Um, I'm trying to think where else. I've been on that Beatrix kick. I said, yeah, there was a lady here. She just got Beatrix this morning. Yeah, they got, I mean, I can order 20 things, especially after we train. Like I coffee. don't eat in the morning, so like my big meal is right at yeah. noon, 1 o'clock. Yeah. So I'll go in there and order like 10 things. Phenomenal. Um, Chicago Cut. I mean, if daughter's birthday, my yep. son's birthday, that's where we're going. Uh, David Flam and Maddie Moore over there. They're phenomenal people. Maddie Moore cracks me up. Great kid. Um, total gentleman. Flam used to work with us in the Rosebud restaurants. Yeah. So uh, those are great places. I mean, those are the, where I like to go. Uh, Maple and Ash is a great experience. Great experience. For me and the fellas, that's good. I'm not taking my 16 year old daughter there. Yeah, no, I don't think I would take my, my daughter. There. You know, uh, and I'm and like she likes to call me. I am that dad. Yeah, I am that dad. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be that dad. I imagine. Why would you not be? Yeah, why yeah, would you? I got one you got to watch Den of Thieves before you have a daughter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen that. I've movie seen Den of Thieves with the scene when they're in the garage with. Yes, the- <laughs> yes, phenomenal scene. Yes, that's that's yeah, yeah. That's, that, you got. I got a little sister, so you got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So right, and you know, you you we're, we have that. You know, if part of being a man is you got to protect what's yours. Yes. You know, you got to take care of what's yours. Yeah. And I, that's like I told my my son. That's that's part of. You know, it's it's your. I'm passing it on to you. Yeah. You know, you're you're a big boy. You got. Yeah. I, I messed up a little because my my dad wasn't around, and I kind of like my sister's four years younger than me, uh, and I took the approach of how he raised me, kind of with my sister because my mom wasn't there. Right. So she's a she's a lion. You know what I mean. So like, but oh. now it's I just love her. Right. You know what I mean. So before you though, been through everything together. Yeah, we went through. Every, we basically raised one another. Exactly. You know what I mean, yeah, like I mean who else did you have? Like, exactly. So both tough as hell. But in some sometimes I look at her. I'm like, dude, I think she's colder than me. And it's it's a it's a beautiful trait when it comes to business. Uh, but for most humans, like right. they're just kind of like caught off guard. Like, damn, right. you know what I mean? Like that's a shark. Well, they don't expect. Yeah, exactly. Th- and let alone a woman of color. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and so, but so. now I'm like, we go. I'll, I'm, you know, once a month I make sure it's just me and her. We'll go see a movie and things like that. It's my dog. But if you didn't have you know that I mean? relationship growing up, exactly, yeah, you don't have it now. Yeah, you know. I look back though, and like if something, I'm was, sure there was a couple months there. You guys wanted to slit each other's throats. Probably my, some years, dude. Yeah, right. I, I look back and think there's probably one thing that I like moved me, you know, like emotionally is looking back and thinking what my mom had to go through uh-huh. raising us, and then what my what my sister went through my enduring that and and so it's like that's what that's another reason that i have this burning desire is like when i get into that state of like thinking about what they went through i couldn't live enough i could there's not enough lives i could live to repay them uh-huh. you could give me a thousand lives and i don't think i could 
repay my mom and sister for, you know, what I put them through and what I feel like they deserve. So that's like, that's probably a big, my biggest burning desire deep down. If I look at like, oh, I really want to win. Wow. Oh, I really hate losing. I think that would be one of my, my biggest, you know, up there, even with the legacy of like, it I want my name. It feels good to make the people who stood by you at your darkest proud. Yes. Yeah. You know, that, that there's definitely, if that doesn't drive you, I don't think we're, I don't think we're the same, you know. Yes. I don't think we're in the same circle. I don't think we're, yeah. we're the same mindset. Um, that's what I, you know, I, I've let a lot of people down. Yep. You know, there's been points of, I'm not, I mean, yeah, now, you know, I, I, I try to share my experiences with as many people, but I don't have the answers to everything. Yeah. I yep. try to share as much as I can, my experiences. I, I've made as, you know, it's like the any given Sunday speech. I yeah. made every mistake a grown man can make. Yeah. I pissed off all the people that love me. I pissed away a shitload of money. Yeah. Drank too much, you know. Yeah. So, and they're still here. So yeah. it's just, you know, you do want to crawl. If you don't want to, with your fingernails, you know, grab at that wall to try and climb it. Yeah then I, there's something I don't I just don't know how to be not be that way now I think of that saying when you first sat down to kind of tie back into to the end here uh I don't know you've probably heard it but it's it's weak men make hard times right. and hard times make hard men and uh -huh. hard men make good times and good times make weak men right and uh I think of that cycle of just like uh -huh. you know people like like you and I your son you know, it's like we're, we're forged by simulated hard times. So it's, we didn't have to necessarily mm -hmm. go through two, two hard right. times if we compared to like a third world country. Right, exactly. Where like they don't have a choice of missing meals. Right. You know I mean? We might have missed a couple meals to save a few bucks to reallocate uh -huh. here and there, but uh -huh. they don't got a choice. It's like right. go eat a mud burger. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, you, know, you got to go catch what you eat. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you know, but simulating those hard times create tough lines, create lions. And, but lions create these these beautiful oases, you know what I mean? And then you get these weak people that create horrible places that yeah. forge lions. It's needed. It's a circle of life. I think a Lion King, it's like, gotta, right. it's got to happen. You know what I mean? If we want more lions, we need more weakness in a sense. Because they kind of coincide. Because the weakness creates this this need for now we need somebody to step up because we just destroyed everything. Like you said earlier, winning is sweet. If you didn't know what bitter tasted like, yeah, you wouldn't love sweet so much. Exactly. So and you're right, it is the cycle. It is I mean and again, like how I got away from it in those, you know, my mid twenties to early thirties, I don't know. I mean, there was like eight to ten years there where I just let it go. I don't maybe yeah. I don't know if that was just me giving into, you know, hey, this is my life now or yeah. and but just finally one day I just woke up and I'm like, what the yeah. Fuck, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that's maybe just a circle of life within your own life. Yeah. You know, maybe there was a time when you got away from who you were. Maybe you thought you were somebody you're not. Yeah. And then you just had to dial back into who you really are and stay connected to the people who really, really do know you and really do care for you. Yeah. And want to take care of you. Yep. Want to see you thrive. You can't, you can't have too many people like that in your life. Yes. Now... What about top three favorite movies or top top two? Is one of them Ghost in the Darkness? Uh, three hundred is definitely one of them. Yes, and um, 
I'm a huge fan of Gladiator. Gladiator's a great one, too. Those you like two, Troy? Uh, I've never watched it, you know? Oh, it, my God, you got to watch it, bro. That's the one with uh, Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah, that'll change your life. So, yeah, I got to see that one. I haven't seen that one. I've oh, seen, my God. I've seen, I mean, 300. Of I don't really watch a lot of TV nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a good teaching movie, though. Troy is a, that was, like, like my dad's number one, like. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a saying in there like there's there's no there are no packs between lion and men. And it's fire, dude. And he just goes I and like, like that. murders everybody. I guess I'm going to have to now I'm going to have to check it out. I'm not, I haven't watched movies. I mean, I went and saw Top Gun and that was about it, but I love Top Gun. Yeah. I mean, I love Top Gun. That's I, my I for, only thing outside of work. I like movies. That's the only thing. I forgot how much I like going to the movies. I love I had, going to the movies. At, before COVID, I really didn't go a lot. Uh, I've always So gone. then when, when they they take it away from you, yeah. you're, you're like, hey, they open the movie theaters again. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, let me go see a movie. Yeah. My God, I love coming here. Love it. They got that new thing at AMC where like the monthly pass where you could go up to like three movies. Of, if I was a high school kid or yeah, a college I kid. There. Yeah. I, I got a bunch. I got a bunch. I think I had five hundred thousand points at one point. Oh my god! Yeah, I take the whole. I I buy out theaters. Like I'll buy out a whole room. Take the office. That's awesome. Be like, yo, whoever got the most sales today, we're going. The over. best hookup I ever had was my buddy Ahmed Kareem. His family owned a movie theater. Yeah. In the North Burbs, I forget Glenview area. Uh, he was a Pakistani kid. Great kid. Yeah. Great kid, but he was a GM there, and we used to go in at night. Yeah, and just blaze up and just yeah. the that Matrix. We saw the Matrix there. Oh I remember God. watching the Matrix. We were all messed up on shrooms, yeah. shrooms smoking up, watching the Matrix at eleven o'clock at night. And we're sick. coming out, and who's driving by? Five O. Oh no! And of course, my cousin. That's the worst. My cousin you who's get so like, paranoid. He, no, well, he's like six five, two forty. Okay, forgets his phone inside. Jeez. So he he's got to walk from the car <laughs> as the cops are driving by, into and they're like. Movie theater closes at eleven. It's one yeah. in the morning. What the fuck are you guys doing here? Yeah. So my buddy had to come out and kind of, saw, but it was kind of funny. That's hilarious. Oh, but that was that was the best hookup I ever had. Yeah. Because we would just raid the candy drawer and raid, yeah. I mean all the popcorn would still be there. Yep, yep. I mean what a be, what a better place to take a date. Yeah. I mean that was my true. early twenties. I mean, shh, girls like you got a hookup for the Matrix. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, dope. Yeah. I heard somebody say something funny and uh, they said with, with women now it's inflation has affected them a movie back then yeah would have been enough now you got to get like a louis v bag or something to to get to dates or something hey it was a, funny they there's said a few way there, there's a lot of them out there there's a few good ones left i pretend to be broke that's the best way to be yeah i'm like it's the best way to i i like to live below my means anyways like i live here at my office like i gotta pay for this <laughs> this shit's expensive out here lombard illinois life there's so a crash it. pad on the uh, third floor of the restaurant yeah I'm crashing here. You know what I mean? I got to pay. My mindset is that I'm paying for it. I'm going to live here. A, a, couple, I don't years, got a, wife. a couple years like that. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Exactly. You know, you put in the work now. I mean, sometimes that's what, uh, the, the was that sometimes success looks like that. Yeah. Sometimes like success that. looks like sleeping like in your office and, yes. you know, that's what's, that's yes. how success starts out. Amen. So, I mean, I, like I said, man, I, that's what gravitated me towards you. I see you working hard. I'd say, yep. I'm like, man, I don't see a lot of kids like this. It's, yes. it's, it's refreshing I, and it gives me hope that there's still, yes, that there's still, there's still some, some lions being made. There's still some lions. And, uh, I mean, and I can, I can't appreciate this opportunity. <laughs> 
I can't tell you how much I appreciate this opportunity. It's been phenomenal. Yeah, this is fun. This is one of my favorites. Oh, stop it. I swear. And I don't, because I, I, a lot of podcasters will say that. I don't say that. Like, if I don't, it's <laughs> not a favorite. I told, I told, I told, I told, and I'm sorry for all the rappers I've had on, but I told my assistant, I was like, stop booking rappers unless I listen to the music. Because mm-hmm. if I can't have a conversation in regard to the quality of their music, they're not allowed on my podcast. Everybody and their mother's a fucking rapper. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I stereotyped out the rappers. I love you rappers out there that are listening. Keep doing what you're doing, but make sure you, you're do, it's good or you need to get into original. sales. Yeah, Speak original. To Speak to me. I can't do that techno weird rap now today. Like I'm a I'm a J, old Jay Z, Tupac, That's Biggie. That's all I, I still listen to. That. You know what I mean? I'm a everyone's like old you school know, cat. My son will throw me some Polo G every now and then. He's all right. Yeah, he all right. Um, I yeah. needed to speak you know to my I, soul. You know who I just got back into is uh, Jada. Jada Kiss. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know who? I got, my daughter gets me hooked up on stuff. Like, I walked into her room the other day and she was listening to uh, clips. I get high. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Where did you get this song from? And she's like, It was on our playlist and, and our iCloud. I'm like, Don't listen to this music. So I go back into oh, meth for sure. This is what I just found. So the specific song I've had songs from them, but I didn't. I didn't know about the Rock Wilder, bro. This shit goes hard. I was like, this is, I can work out to this. Math and, math and Red? Yep. But uh-huh. right above that in my playlist, I got Creedence Clearwater uh, yeah. Revival. So <laughs> I'm a very diverse, like, hey. I got old rock, old country. I like it all. You know what Remember I mean? the Titans. Remember Clearly. the Titans. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's one of my favorite movies. Before we, uh, so as we as we wrap up here. So anything else you want to shout out? Bellanote. This is I'm, Ramon. I Definitely my restaurant, Bellanote Restaurant. We got a couple more in the in the works. You know, um, I'm just happy for on the journey that I'm on. I met some phenomenal people over at Lifetime Fitness. You know, yep. uh, Tristan. We got all the animals in the morning. Our, uh, my guy Phil. Uh, he, you know, JC. Uh, he's in, he's there in the morning too. You know, all these guys get after it. My buddy Nick is there with me every day. Uh, we got the girls in our classes. Man, those girls are beasts. Yeah, I mean, pound they're kind of cute. The ones with the they're leg- they're more than kind of cute. The legging They're one? more than kind of cute. <laughs> I'd be wondering. I'm like, they're more than kind of cute. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over and talk to these the girls. Thing is, they are lionesses. Yeah. You better watch out because they'll come take your lunch in a minute. Yeah. They I was like, these humble, girls get after They will it. humble your ass in a second. Yeah. Just like you picking up jujitsu. When I first got into those classes, they were whooping my ass. Oh, my God. And I, I'm like, I look at them like. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to let these girls whoop my ass. I just had to keep getting better and better. Yeah. And they've driven me and they're phenomenal. Yeah. They're phenomenal athletes and they're even sweeter souls. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely have a lot of love for everyone in those classes yeah. the guys push me my buddy nick pushes me my guy sam they push me every day i got respect Victor, for you, you know what i mean uh we got even the kids like yourself uh uh what's his name is uh oh i can't think of his name right now I mean, he's a beast uh he just working been working out with me every day almost he's a beast uh anyway i got those guys my son comes with me the trainers yeah. are phenomenal I mean, they 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 know how to get to me because they always try to tell me I can't do things, so they know that motivates me. Um, trying to think about anybody else. Yeah, I mean, obviously, my kids, you know, they're everything to me. 
you know. And Shout out to kids, man. Keep working on your shoulder, brother. It's going to be brighter days. Yeah, his well, oddly enough, his name is Ramon. So Ramon Junior. Let's. It's Junior, second, third. Uh, my father's name Ramon too. So, so the I'm the Ramon that doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> the grandfather and the and the grandson. So he's Let's Ramon go. Alexander. As tough as they come. That's a cool ass name. Yeah. I, was that Alexander the Great? Is uh, it? That was the thinking behind it. Let's that go. That was the thinking behind it. So uh, Ramon Alexander. Warrior. Uh, yeah. So he what he did his uh, family tree. His uh, uh, what do you call it? The his uh, heritage. Heritage. Yeah. Uh, he's like. It says we are Aztec. I'm an Aztec warrior. Then it'll say like he. There's a possibility he's Jewish. He's like, yeah, we're probably Mossad. Like every race he is, he's like the elite of the elite. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's I like love Ar- that. He's like that's Arabic. my thinking. Yeah. So he he's, he cracks me up. He's got a that's great amazing. sense of humor, and I mean, he cracks me up. And my daughter, you know, she's just amazing. So. Yes, love it. And you, my guy, my man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way you work is is an inspiration to us old guys we know you young guys are coming for us so we got to keep working yeah you guys inspire us so well we're I'm, trying i'm excited so hey look guys check this podcast out it'll be out here soon if you guys have recommendations people you want to see in the podcast please if if you're a returning listener like and subscribe so we can get more ratings and get uh get more exposure to the people on here they deserve it and uh you deserve to be heard too so comment whatever you guys want to do and i, I want to start engaging with you guys more so thank you again ramon have a blessed day I appreciate Shout out Aiden recording. He's so loyal and does so well back there behind the scenes. Shout out Aiden Hill. Thank you, Aiden. Check him out on IG, Aiden Hill. So peace out, guys.